0: Everybody is Joey Vitone, and you're listening to Needless to Say.
1: Hey, welcome back to Needless to Say from the newly christened Studio C. Yep. It's me and Craig tonight, and Craig is my goddamn hero. As if he wasn't enough of a hero to me already. (laughs) I got to hand it to this guy. The guy takes a day off a month and a half ago, long before we even had a closing date. And Craig decided, I'm going to take this day off because I think that's the day Brad's going to move. And yep. God damn it, we got the house, yeah. <laughs> and we moved today. And so instead of just saying, Brad, go screw, hire a mover, he came over with his pickup truck. We made a bunch of runs today. Ate pizza with my family, endured my kids. But, Craig, the, the bigger work's tomorrow.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, tomorrow's the big day. But it
1: is Friday night.
0: It is Friday night. We had to record something.
1: Well, we got to record because most of us on this show care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you notice, it is... Um, just the two of us. It's a lot less breathy in here. Yeah, it might be a little echoey because we're in a room with absolutely no furniture.
1: <laughs> well, and I also noticed that in any room that Mike is in, he's a natural sound
0: absorber. Yeah, he's a, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mike faked an injury right before Brad's move, and uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the timing was impeccable.
0: This timing was impeccable. And, like I announced
1: on was it Tuesday? Yeah, it was Monday or Tuesday. I said, guys, this is it. We got the closing date. We are closing Friday morning. Yep. Which means we're getting the keys Friday morning, and we're going to start moving <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Mike's
0: response was, ouch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Like if ambulance chasers have nothing on Mike. The response was I'd like, let's say it was like 10, 15 a.m. At 10, 16 and 30 seconds, I get that. Guys, I, you, you never believe it. I threw out every bone in my back. Yeah. I have one working vertebrae. <laughs> and so Mike is home right now, but I you know, I will say this. He did wish us luck tonight.
0: He did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Which is an yeah.
1: odd thing to say in general. I appreciate yeah. the sentiment, Mike. We're breaking <laughs> your balls. But I got to ask, why good luck? Not, hey, uh, you know, have a good good move. Be safe. No, he goes. Good luck. <laughs> like we're we're venturing out to sea.
0: <laughs> Speaking of venturing out to sea, <laughs> Brad has moved all day today. Dressed up like uh, like you were going to a business meeting. No, well, no of, I, if well, this
1: is what you think business meetings no, look well, like.
0: <laughs> no, but you, you you dressed up nice for your for the clothes. for the closing. Yeah. You know, you wore this nice sweater. You know, and, and, and so he shows up. We're gonna move all these things, and all he did was add a winter hat, and he suddenly looked like a New England fisherman <laughs> boat captain. Like I was like, I like, captain, let's go.
1: <laughs> like the kind of guy who just grabs lobsters and shows them to the camera, yeah. <laughs> and then complains. He starts crying on on like a fishing boat in Alaska. Yeah, I know those guys really well. Um, yeah, it wasn't a good look for me. I don't have a nose for those hats anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like It's bad enough I'm balding, and so I have to cut my hair short. But really, when you've got a nose this big, you want to grow your hair out comparably so it, so so it, it offsets up. the nose bit. And instead, I'm just going the other direction. And then I just mat it down with a skull cap. <laughs> Not a good look on me at all. But yeah, ironically, I wear hoodies and sneakers. All week long. Yeah. And then the one day I move, I decide to go in a nice sweater.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we moved all your stuff today. Dress, you were all dressed up. Didn't there even break a
1: sweat today. It really wasn't a bad move. No, it wasn't It's too bad just, today. I think the biggest thing is going to be, you know, obviously tomorrow we got to move all the heavy furniture, but the bigger thing is I don't feel like this is real. I feel like I'm playing house. Yeah. I've never owned anything in my life. I have like a net worth of zero up until this morning. Yep. Now I, I gained a little equity in my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it, it, it's a great house. Like you know, we it's want, a beautiful house. We had a lot of fun, uh, you know, kind of playing around today and mapping out all the things we can do in the. I kind of just want to sit down and watch TV in my house. Yeah, and I want to record here. We got room in for Studio C. Yeah, we over do over in the garage, yep. and that's going to be killer. Uh, yeah, I, I just it's not real yet. It'll be real maybe tomorrow when I sleep here.
0: Yeah, it's taking time to settle it. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing here. You have just a stack of boxes at your house, your current location, (laughs) and a stack of boxes here. But to show me where the priorities are, we've
1: (laughs) also got a stack of beers and two microphones. Imagine that. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: (laughs) The best part is Brad, we moved Brad's clothes here today, and they were just in trash bags, mocked, not trash. (laughs) And even that's debatable.
1: Yeah. I have a couple of t shirts in there that should not have made the trip. Yep. They should be dusting what's left in my old house. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm that guy. I don't throw anything away. I uh, I didn't see the point in packing things in luggage real nice. It's going to get messed up. It's going to yep. get washed again. It's going to get thrown in a trash bag, mark it up nice with a sharpie, <laughs> throw it wherever it will fit. fit. Yep. You know, everything else is so regimented. You got to have this kind of box, and this can't be on top of the. Throw my clothes anywhere the fuck you want. Yeah. I'm good with that. Uh, so, yeah, my shit's almost packed. I mean, my office is still fully operational at home. I assure you, by the time you come and get us tomorrow, it'll be all packed up. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, like I said, you know, when I showed up today, you were all nervous. You were like, I swear we did things. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you did. You had boxes everywhere. Last but night, That listen, was thing. I stopped. It, just, it was cluttered because you had so much stuff packed already. That it looked like it was too full. Like I No. It, it. It, we felt like not
1: enough was packed. And last night, Melissa and I actually threw everything down right around midnight. We just, at frustration, we're like, we're just taking shit over here and moving it over there. Yeah. We're not actually accomplishing anything. My God, I like the stage things. I figured I want to show up and have everything on the porch and just start loading up, loading up, loading up. I'll keep bringing them out and make like a, like a chain thing yeah yeah and uh it it wasn't happening i just don't have the kind of room in that place doesn't never works like that the beauty of it is the only time they're going to move me is when they pull my corpse out of this house
2: (laughs) so five to ten
1: years it might be you it might (laughs) be you that finds me in fact the odds are pretty good yeah (laughs) probably the only friend i got that's willing to drive over here
0: (laughs) yeah it's 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 nice the area is awesome you it's drive gorgeous. down, there's, there's a, you know, it's a real, it's actually called Long Lane. Yeah. You know, you drive down that and then you turn and then you go down a longer lane. It's not named that, but. <laughs> <laughs> I wish yeah, it was. I agree with that. Be?
1: When do we get the longest? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's, it's just, a, it's a real nice area. It's very, uh, I, mean, I don't want to say secluded. You have neighbors, you have. It's uh, secluded. It's But it, but it is. It it's, doesn't
1: feel anything like the town that we li- actually live in. Yeah.
0: If you no, go where like you Craig lives else. or
1: even where Mike lives, it feels very suburban. Yeah. I mean I've got neighbors. I got one neighbor that's practically in my front yard. I'm not really sure how the property line works yet. I'm gonna have to figure that out. Yeah. So we got people here, but it feels like it's just us. Like we've started a commune. Yeah. You know, and everybody that we've met in the few times we've been over here have been very kind, but everybody talks about the community, community, community. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that's cool. But as far as being close to everybody I know, I'm not. Yeah, It's a weird part of this area that is kind of secluded. But we got, you know, I got a few of the water. Yeah. And uh, I moved to New England 11 years ago. And we always had this vision of what we thought our home would look like in New England. This is it. So we jumped and we spent way more than we wanted to. And I'm going to be crying on the first of every month. And I hope we record on those nights because when I'm grumpy, that's when I'm at my bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I'm broke, that's when it gets yeah. even better.
0: You've <laughs> just seen Brad actually turning red and getting angry today when me and his wife started discussing new countertops.
1: Oh. I'm like, can we have one night to enjoy the house I just fucking bought? <laughs>
0: Isaac, like, will you stop remodeling the fucking house I just bought?
1: I like literally sprained my ash. Yeah. Writing all the checks and signing all that paperwork today with a lawyer yep. in tow just staring me down from above. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. They're not. I've been
0: through it. I know exactly. Miserable fucking people. Yep. They really are. Yeah.
1: This guy was a Star Wars fan. He had Star Wars wallpaper on his iPhone. I figured, let me break the ice with this guy and just start nudging him towards the dark side. You know, we talk a little bit. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, they're gonna be doing Star Wars at PPAC They're gonna have an orchestra there. I need you to sign an initial right here. And he yeah. went
0: he, he didn't break didn't, character. Nah. I was like he, I want, he didn't give a uh, shit. Uh, he just he wants his money.
1: And it wasn't even really his money. It's just he's going back to Rhode Island housing. Yeah. yeah so whatever. But, I, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. I will never do this again. Never. <laughs> uh but yeah, so we figured, we you know what the hell we'll bang out a little while. Let's talk. Yeah, about what happened? There were no big points in the move. I'm happy to report, so far we—I mean, we've only done one third of the move, but there was nothing bad that happened. No, no, nothing bad. There was no stories. There was no dramas.
0: No, we did drive by Mike's house. You, yeah, we did. We beeped and yelled. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and, and Mike, although he is he's near mortally wounded Had near laser reaction time and The reaction time was incredible Incredible Within seconds my phone beeped And he said, well he called this an unsavory term yeah. <laughs> We'll leave it at that Short one, short one, yeah, four letters Yeah, uh, yeah he, it wasn't very nice But he, man, was he quick Yeah, he was on man, it Was he quick I, I want to say he was on his toes But the odds of that are pretty, pretty slow <laughs>
0: Would have been on someone else's stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! But yeah, it was. I mean, it's. It wasn't that bad today. We've been moving stuff. It's it's just been one of those days. It's It's been. we keep thinking like, "Oh my God, it's so late!" And then we were like, "Wait, it's only <laughs> it's I know my wife. like I'm six like, o'clock.
1: I was. She showed up with the pizza. i was like, "Oh God, thank God, we're gonna finally eat." I'm thinking it's like nine. Yeah, nine it was five forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I realized we got an early jump to the day. It wasn't yeah, that early? No, started, it wasn't. No, we started
0: like one, one,
1: one. Yeah, we got a lot done for the day. You know, and I don't want to keep talking on this, but. We figured we could have very easily said, with all the shows we've done lately, and we've done quite a bit of posting. We had the Chuck and Brad show, and then uh, three days later, we were down with Dave last week. People would forgive us if we took a week off. But we figured we'd come down here and see what's going on. And we wanted to get a show out. Actually, I can't believe
0: I didn't ask this sooner. Craig, how was your week? Not not bad. Not bad at all. Um, Just some random like busy, I've been busy, but like with all weird, crazy stuff. Going, you know, I went to my mother in law's, fixed the stove for, her, did this, but it just seemed it seemed like every night I was getting home late. You ever you know? feel like people use you? Because
1: <laughs> I'm sure feeling like I do that too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, but it was. I don't mind doing that stuff, but it's you know, but work was busy, and what it is, it's the rush before the holiday. Everybody wants their, you know this done, they want that done because. They're having family over. they having this stuff. So it gets busy this time of year. But it hasn't been overly busy. I don't know. It's just been odd. It was an odd week.
1: But I, I imagine everybody's rushing or trying to slow down. And whatever you need a person to speed up, they're slowing down and vice versa. Yeah. I, I know that's how it is in my job. Like I work at a company where a lot of our money is made this month Yeah, because of the nature of what we do. And yeah, I'm hearing stories of karaoke parties.
0: Yeah. The next, I'm, I'm like, just how urgent is urgent? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one thing was, you know, we talked last week about me chasing down the UPS guy. Yeah. <laughs> and cornering him in the stalking, street. Stalking. Stalking, yeah. And, uh, you know, cornering him on the road and getting the... Well, UPS got their fucking revenge the other day. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my my wife wanted I can say what it is because she already knows. Now my wife ordered I uh, wanted a, this printer for her home office. So I said, you know what? I get I'm gonna go a step further. I got a better one. You know, I, I got a really nice printer, a really nice thing. Um, you know, not like an HP laser jet. Thing, you know, yeah. I got a really nice professional office printer. And the UPS guy delivered it. Now he delivers it at Fucking quarter of seven in the morning. Now my wife's getting ready to leave for work and says, hey, the UPS guy is here. And she opens the front door and the box is on the stairs. But it's not in a a box. It's just, it's like I just bought it at Staples and fucking brought it in. It's got the picture of the printer on the side of it. It says the whole thing, you know. And my wife just looks at it like I don't like. What it's got the a fuck? special
1: piece of paper on it saying
0: "Fran's Christmas gift." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> might as well. It's just yeah, exactly. And fuck you, Craig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was the same fucking guy.
1: Oh uh, well, he wins.
0: Yeah, so he wins. Yeah. I I guarantee you kicked it too. Yeah, probably. It's probably probably all shat inside.
1: Approached you in a coldy (laughs) sack. Cornered him. (laughs) him You did. I mean, you came. You hit your brakes hard. Yeah,
2: I wanted that fucking. I
1: understand. Well, we did, but (laughs) I, I can imagine if I'm closing out my day. And I, I'm already best known for wearing brown shorts to work every day. <laughs> I know that I don't need people accosting me at the end of my work. Uh, and then I'm sitting in a brown van, and somebody comes racing out in the dark of a very poorly lit cul-de-sac, and there's no lights on because nobody's home yet. No, no one was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was pretty dark. You could have just stabbed this guy in the neck and gone about your business, and Neighborhood Watch wasn't there. No. Yeah, uh, It could have been bad. So, But you did get your microphone thing, and then he got his. Yeah, so he my did, hat he got is me back. Yeah, uh, good for the UPS guy. Yeah, <laughs> I love
0: you like a brother, but I got to give this one then. <laughs> so that was it. So now my wife knows, she's getting that printer. So right away, I was all pissed off. I'm like, here, yeah, early Christmas gift. You want me to set it up? She's like, no, wrap it. Like I ain't fucking wrapping it. Put a bow Th- on. That's it. That's not happening. Yeah, that's getting a bow slapped on it. And yeah. one
1: of those bows that people pretend to put on cars. Yeah. But nobody gets a fucking Audi with a bow on it. No, no. I want to take a bow and just stick it on my old piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> just to remind people. Hey, look what Brad got. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to show the new neighbors. Yeah, yeah I gotta exactly. show off to them.
0: But that's it. Do you have Do you have a hard time rolling gifts? Like roll, I say I say rolling gifts because that's what I do. We discussed
1: this last year. Both oh, you and Mike we? made the same Tootsie Roll joke. Yeah. Yeah, you roll them up at the sides. Now, I did one better, and I, I think yours is good, and yours is more efficient than mine. I had a daughter, and I just have her do it. Ah. So I basically bought myself, so far, 10 years of anxiety, Yeah. <laughs> another 20 to come, uh, mountains and mountains of student loan debt, but
0: the gifts look good.
1: There you go. So I don't know if that's an even split.
0: Yeah. I mean, your your version might be better. Every time I've tried to wrap a gift, it just it looks like a. I The worst part is I can upholster shit with carpet and make it look perfect. Yeah. Give, I can't wrap a fucking present. It looks like it's got tumors. It's, <laughs> like, it's all warped on the sides. So I just give up. Usually, I start drinking... And I'm doing it. Well, you know, no, by so, halfway through, I just start rolling them and twisting them. I, like I feel like
1: this show has just been the world's greatest AA meeting because all we really are discovering is that whenever we drink, bad things happen,
0: and we do shitty work, and we yeah. do shitty work. <laughs>
1: yeah. And when we like do like the Chuck and Brad episode, which was sober, yep, it was killer. Yeah. Do you know what else was one of our sober episodes? It was our probably our best episode from early on when we talked about in excess. Yeah. Music, yeah. That's the music right. episode from way back. Yeah. That was a coffee that was a, episode. That was a coffee Sunday, Sunday morning yeah. because we had too much to drink Friday night. Are we gonna give up drinking? No, we're doing no. it now. Yeah, I'm doing but it. But right I, I I think there's a lesson. In yeah, here, there right? might be a lesson to be learned. Uh to get back to your point though, we did talk about the gift wrapping and I think I've seen Craig gift wrapping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he did it, but he managed to get three different types of wrapping paper. and he had only bought one roll I I don't know how it worked it was horrendous me there are certain things in life I can't do wrapping gifts is one of them I just don't have the origami skills to make that happen I also can't use cling wrap like plastic wrap I can't make that happen yep for some reason, it's like there's a, a a magnetic property that my wife has that I don't. Yeah. And she she yeah, put, put it over mean. a bowl and you could bounce nickels off that thing for 10 hours straight. Me, I put it on and it's within seconds, it's up my sleeve. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that happened. I can't do that and I can't, uh, I, I'm embarrassed to say it because I'm a pretty good athlete. I can't throw a football. Really? I throw a football like I've got physical disabilities. Really? I can catch a football. With the best of them, at yeah. least as far as forty-two-year-old white guys well, go. Yeah, I, but I—I I don't lo- embarrass myself playing football. Me throwing a football is an embarrassment. I could throw a baseball country mile, like yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. I'll throw it over that fucking yeah. mountain. <laughs> yeah, I can't get a spiral on a football. I—I c- I just don't really? have a release point. And I, I for the life of me, I can't figure it out. Every now and then, I'll throw one, and, and it, it's get. orgasmic. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it leaves your fingers, and you just like, <gasps> you feel it. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I'm not going to do that. Oh noise! I do that way too much yeah. on this show. But yeah, when I release that football, and it, it goes right, it's pure accident. Yeah, I just don't have the ability to throw a football properly. Even the Nerf, I can't get the Nerf to not ducktail. Yep, I'm an embarrassment.
0: No, it's funny. Is you say like I mean I can throw a football good. You know I I can't not. Far, you know, I don't have like I don't have a cannon for an arm or anything, but I can throw a nice tight spiral. Oh, I'm pretty accurate. Wish I could. But there was this kid that I worked with. This is going back about probably about 10 years. He was literally weighed 107 pounds soaking wet. This kid was no more than 110 pounds. His arms looked like like fucking Twizzlers. Nice. Right. Right. I never seen anybody throw a football as far in my life. Some people
1: just have it, man.
0: I it was incredible. We were we were had a, a fun like a work function and we were playing football. This kid was throwing. Bomb, everybody was just like mouths wide open, like what the fuck. I mean, he was throwing. There's anybody? He's throwing just as far as any, I'm not saying as accurate or, or good, but just as far as anybody in the NFL. Easily. That kid was throwing 70-yard fucking passes. It was insane. 70 yards? Well, not 70, but yeah, I'm... But I mean, let's say I he
1: put up 30-yard passes.
0: Oh, e- no, e- more than that. No, oh, he was shit. It was insane. At one point, there was a hill that, where the place was. There was a hill, and it rolled down to the street. And he ran down the hill and got the football in the street and threw it up all the way up to the top of the hill and all the way to the guys that were... He was playing with his back to the hill. And he threw it back to the guys he was still throwing to from the road. I mean, it was insane. i never seen anything like it.
1: But I wish he, I could just throw 15 yards to my kids. Yep. 40 feet. That's yeah. all I
0: want. But at the same time, he had the IQ of that beer can right there. So he's
1: perfectly suited for the NFL.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. I never met anybody as dumb.
1: but. <laughs> But uh, no, I put Kareem Hunt in there. Yeah.
0: No, great guy, great kid. He was a great kid, good workup, but he was just too stupid. It's
1: too late, though. Yeah, you called him dumb.
0: No, he's dumb. Yeah, yeah. I don't need. I any- called him dumb when I was training him a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, too dumb to
1: remember this, you fucking goldfish. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. But, Go find Dory. But well, anyway. Well, <laughs> Yeah, but that's I didn't know that cuz I know you're I know you're a good athlete. I'm so a decent a, athlete. I'm just, not a good athlete. No, I'm a man. decent
1: athlete. I held my own in high school, but you think over the years all the times I've picked up a football. I own a nice football. Yeah. Something about releasing a football, I just can't do it. And uh, yet I'll catch the fucking thing And that's no problem So I actually avoid using it with the kids Because I'm Why can't daddy do this If, if a daddy can't do it with the yellow and blue Nerf ball yeah.
2: Why should I Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> This game sucks Because daddy throws it that way And it goes over there <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't get this game at all Ah, uh, So yeah
0: That's that Alright so uh, We moved that stuff out of the way <laughs>
1: not nearly as pss. yeah. <laughs> not nearly as efficiently as we did the rest of the day. Yeah, <laughs> tomorrow's gonna suck.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. And we're t- you know it's it's been a long day. We're tired. We're down here in an empty room. we sitting on the floor. And this is not Report. a this
1: is not a Craig job. No. Craig as it turns out actually did the floor in this house I did upstairs yeah. <laughs> we joke about how small this town is yep we joke about how people are fucking up in your business but even on this part of town the one part of town where the there's no buses is no buses. <laughs>
0: Craig did the floor. Yeah, I did. I'm like, I did this floor. I've been in this house before.
1: I don't know how that makes me feel.
0: Yeah, how it makes you feel is that floor ain't going nowhere. That's good. The
1: rest of the house will rot around Take a fucking
0: hydrogen bomb to get that thing off that floor. It should be the slogan on the side of your van. But uh, yeah, but like I said, you know, it's been a long day, but we're still, we're plugging through. And Do we we're have doing headlines? This show. Do we have headlines? We have headlines. God damn it. I love yeah. when we have headlines.
2: <laughs> we have good headlines.
0: ones, not shoehorn forced ones.
1: No, like, no. We may or may not have done once or twice. No,
0: nah, maybe once. But, a uh, week. This this just caught my attention and I love it. <laughs> Man gets soiled underwear with Uber Eats order. Wow. <laughs> Is it December 11th? This happened. So Uber Eats. Uber right. Eats. That So that's the, the Uber delivery service, right? Yes. It's like Grubhub? Yeah, like a Grubhub thing. Yeah, exactly. So you get some random stranger to deliver food to your house from whatever restaurant. Well, that's every delivery service. But yeah, it is. It's not like you know the guy. Yeah, but w- they work for certain companies. You know, if you call the pizza place, that guy works for the pizza place. If you call Uber Eats, he's just literally patrolling strip malls. He's one of nine other people driving around <laughs> just pulling in unidentified or woman. Well, because I mean
1: I question Uber drivers in general. So like, like Christy, for example. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but uh I have to actually just read it because the quotes in it were fantastic. I'm all for it. Go for it. Because um a tourist visiting Florida said that his Uber Eats order came with an unwanted side a pair of soiled underwear. <laughs> <laughs> The man, identified only as Leo, <laughs> said, said Leo. he was visiting Miami, Miami for an art show when he placed an Uber Eats order for, for food from a local Japanese restaurant. Leo said oh, Wait his, a minute, time out. Time out, time out, time out, When we
1: looked at this, you yeah. never told me it was a Japanese yeah. restaurant. This changes everything. <laughs> They probably threw that in because it's the holidays. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
1: fucking Japan. It's a fucking
2: delicacy. They
1: have like website upon website devoted to tentacle porn.
0: Yeah, they, which is women what, being fucked by squid. Didn't they actually have... Um, in Japan, didn't they actually have vending machines with dirty underwear in yes. them? Yes. <laughs> they did.
1: I won't say her name because she's a very dear friend of mine. And yep. she's also fairly well known in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a dear, dear friend of mine, and when she was starting out, she used to do on eBay mail order used panties. Yep, and she would wear them once, and then send not them not do anything weird. No, just wear them, get a natural bouquet on there, <laughs> pop them in a like a Ziploc, and put them in a in a mailer.
0: And, <laughs> and I'm sorry, I just, <laughs> I just. All right, go ahead. I'll <laughs> There's a company that sell that will send a fart in a jar to your friends. <laughs> it just—I saw it the other day. You get—they'll send a fart in a jar to somebody. They'll actually fart in a jar, jar it up, and mail it to someone. If only you
1: know. I could trust that it would stay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I would love that to be true. And like if you could just like capture your essence. And yeah, just leave it on a doorstep and just like thinking of you this holiday season. <laughs> and then you open it up. It looks like it's going to be a candle. But no, it's Brad's farts.
0: Yeah, exactly. That would be amazing. you, know, you got to can it like with a mason jaw. you are got to go through the whole process. So it's real. Airtight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like those grolsch bottles. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But well, anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, I cut you off
1: because I was telling you about a dear friend of mine who used to make money by putting her panties, panties in the mail. ninety yeah. percent of her customers were Japanese. Of course, so we love that stuff. So this changes the whole vibe of it. If it was Japanese food, that Uber Eats guy just picked up the bonus deal. He might have ordered a combo. He didn't realize. Yeah, exactly. I'll take the number seven. <laughs>
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> Number two. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but, but anyway, so Leo said his driver left in a hurry after he picked up his food outside the hotel. And, quote, I grabbed the food, and right when I got the food, she took off running. And I was like, that was kind of odd, Leo told the news.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet Leo.
0: Wicked man. He said the driver gave him a plastic bag that contained the paper bag of his food and a cloth item. Cloth item? (laughs) Quote, I thought this when I was pulling it out. This sure is a fancy napkin, Leo said. (laughs) 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 The The man said he quickly discovered the item was a pair of thigh length underwear stained with what appeared to be feces. It's a safe bet. <laughs> Disgusting, unhealthy, it's potentially deadly, Leo said. What do you do if you find this in your food?
1: <laughs> Hopefully, you discover go. Well, Leo, the boxers you before. fucking throw it away. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what do you, like, you're opening the bag. Are you that ravenously <laughs> like, hungry? Just tearing through like
0: everything. i contemplating, like, when did this feces stained boxer shorts <laughs> show up? <laughs> I'm contemplating, like, should I eat this? <laughs> should I not? But I don't want to call them because it's going to take like 40 minutes. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Uber said Leo was given a refund and the incident is under investigation. What's, re- what's reported, this is a quote, what's been reported is very concerning. While well, we're reviewing this order and reaching out to all parties involved to help understand what may have occurred, the courier has been removed from the app pending investigation. <laughs> Uber, <laughs> said, Uber said in their statement, Leo said the incident has also been reported to uh, Ball Harbor Police. Oh, so this was Florida? Yeah. On top of everything it was, else? Yeah, in Miami, yeah. Oh, good. So God. he, um, Leo, fucking ate that food. Oh, <laughs> I'm totally. Con- I'm convinced. Totally. It, it, it took a bite for him to realize
1: wait a minute. One, this is fabric. Two, there's human waste on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it happened in that order. Like, he's like, oh, there's linen, but that didn't stop him. But that didn't stop him. No. No, it was only when, like, shit got involved. Yeah. So, can I make the obvious joke? He puts the u in Uber. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only allowed to make that joke because it's my moving day, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> what a terrible fucking joke he that was. Uber. I'm so embarrassed by that joke. I want to apologize to everybody who's stuck with us. 68 weeks. Yeah, right. I really am sad <laughs> that it's come to this. I made a sound effect joke about Uber. You did.
2: <laughs> you my did.
1: apologies to Craig, to Mike, <laughs> to comedy, and to my
0: family. <laughs> you get a pass. You bought a house today. Moving on. You locked yourself into 30 years of fucking... Pain. No, oh, I'm just please. kidding. I've been married 12 <laughs> years already.
1: It's funny. If you take the length of the mortgage and the length of time I've been married, it actually adds up to my age. <laughs> 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 so basically, I've known nothing but misery, and I, know, I will know nothing but misery. <laughs> uh,
0: but you had some stuff too.
1: I did. Now, here's a sentence that should never be said on a podcast or in general conversation, definitely not in custody hearings. <laughs> <laughs> but we do a lot of discussion on this show about women who marry ghosts. Yeah, we've, it, it, uh, apparently it happens more often than we thought. We th- when I first saw the headline today, I'm like, ooh, it's that person we just talked about a few weeks ago that got married yeah. to the ghost that she was boning.
2: Yeah, Spiritually,
1: exactly. emotionally, metaphysically. But it's not. It's not her. We found one, another one, in Ireland. Yeah. And yep. this, this one might be the best one yet. And I've <laughs> got to think for Irish women, <laughs> this might kill my desire for Irish women. <laughs> when I lived in New York, I was in love with like six different of my bartenders. So so many bartenders that I came and went. I'm like, oh, I could marry her. I can marry her. Just because they were
0: Irish. You're like, do you want to permanently live in this country? (laughs) Let me save (laughs) you. Let me
1: save you. I am your IRA. (laughs) Irish Relocation Association. (laughs) (laughs) But as it turns out, there is another headline coming straight from the Emerald Isle. (laughs) And this woman claims... She had married a 300-year-old pirate ghost. (laughs) That's a lot of words to take in one headline. (laughs) But that's not even the headline. She actually is asking for everybody. She wants privacy during a tender moment. It's it's a difficult time because she and the 300-year-old pirate ghost have split up. And they had fans. Her name is Amanda Sparrow Large. That actually sounds like you're ordering something from Ikea. It sounds like you're ordering a backpack. Amanda Sparrow Large. Large. Large? Yes. Like Amanda like the name, Sparrow like the bird, Large like her ass.
0: <laughs> that's a, wow, that's a, that sucks.
1: So she first appeared in the spotlight not that long ago. It was, it was earlier this year in 2018. She said, I'm going to marry a 300-year-old Haitian pirate ghost. Yes. And nobody blinked because... I guess news is slow over there, and they just said, okay, she's going to marry a ghost. But it's really big now because she married the ghost of a 300-year-old, which was overseen by a shaman, I might
2: add. Oh, well, that
1: makes it legitimate. Well, the (laughs) $6,700 U.S. she spent on it certainly did. They had to do it offshore in international waters because nobody in Ireland, Catholic or otherwise... The Protestants didn't like it. The Catholics didn't like it. Nobody in the UK really dug this, so she had to go to international waters. Took a booze cruise out there to marry a ghost. All right? But uh, she did this because she was tired of the physical world. Yeah, She was tired of men. Shocking. (laughs) And she found love with an 18th century Haitian pirate. I mean, it's a story as old as time. Exactly. So after all this, she decided to go to social media. And since we love social media so much. yes, She said to her legions of fans. (laughs) Legions. (laughs) So I feel that the time is right to let everyone know that my marriage is over. I will explain all in due course. But for now, I will want to say... All I want to say is to be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. It's not something to mess with. (laughs) So... If I'm going to interpret anything from this, not only did she not find satisfaction in marrying a 300-year-old Haitian ghost, but apparently this guy also just like wrecked her. Yeah. <laughs> I have never sound. Uh, I have never heard a woman sound so beaten and defeated by a ghost. Her story gets better, though, because after, <laughs> after we found out she spent 6700 dollars she we also found out she had to change her name legally. That was part of the cost. Because she changed her name legally. You remember what her name was? Sparrow. Yeah. Name a pirate named Sparrow. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. She named herself after Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp's character from Pirates of the yes. Caribbean. Yeah. There have been millions of pirate movies. You go for the most recent one from Disney... This one now claims that she is an authentic pirate and she's marrying ghost pirates. <laughs> and then the best part is, even after it's all said and done in the eyes of the government, her last name is still large. <laughs> <laughs> but she changed her appearance and she had replica tattoos put on. She added dreadlocks and gold teeth just to be identical to the character. To the point where Disney hired her to be a like an actor in a traveling Disney performance of Pirates of the Caribbean. The only problem was when everybody else ended the show, they went out and had beers and got out of character and not Amanda Sparrow-Large. Amanda Sparrow-Large stayed in character and is no longer employed by Disney or any of the Disney companies.
0: Banging ghosts and... (laughs)
1: But she had previously claimed that she and 300-year-old ghost Jack, because, of course, his name is Jack. Of course. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Right? Jack
1: Sparrow, Jack Dawson, all bad things on the sea happen to people named Jack. there's a lot of
0: Jacks in Haiti. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Only
1: when they call you to collect money. Uh, she said this as another warning. Spiritual sex is all about being able to feel the energy. It has nothing to do with masturbation. So I'm like, okay, so so you can fuck a ghost without even helping him along,
0: right? I can't yeah. remember
1: the last time I fucked my ex girlfriend where I didn't have to help myself along. <laughs> now with, with that cavernous gash of hers. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. So, but she does encourage everybody to try it. She says, oh, yeah. Al- although it can be tried from any position, missionary is probably best because that's when you c- it's easier to feel their weight and take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow she started out this whole interview by saying i need my privacy because i've split up with my 300 year old ghost pirate husband yeah <laughs> but you know as if that wasn't sad enough i am still an ongoing ghost sex therapist
0: Yep. Yeah. she changed her, she what's it what's her name now did she change?
1: She didn't change it back because she, I, I feel like she's got she got brand relatability as Amanda Jack. oh uh, yeah, yeah. Sparrow Large. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was but, thinking like change it to like Amanda Beetlejuice because <laughs> she she's been banging Beetlejuice as her fucking makeup.
2: <laughs> her, Holy shit.
1: (laughs) I really wish that this was the end of the article. Oh, oh, Jesus But it's never that easy. And you you can trim this down in post, and that's fine. But she goes, before their turbulent relationship resulted in a breakup, the couple did date successfully for two years before becoming engaged. And Amanda had been bragging about the proposal. Because she said, Jack, the Haitian, uh, proposed (laughs) to me. I told him I wasn't really cool with having casual sex with a spirit, and I wanted us to make a proper commitment to each other. At the wedding, she held a flag bearing, what do you think? Fucking Jolly Roger. Yep, skull and crossbones. (laughs) Held a flag as a symbol for her husband. And because this was the best quote in the article. It's like the reporter at this point was like, fuck journalism, I'm out. I'm tapping out of this fake profession. The quote was from the writer. Because Jack couldn't wear his ring, it was fitted to a candle, which was used in the wedding ceremony to represent him. <laughs> it was like that one reporter who had the weed charity <laughs> and quit on the air yes. in Alaska. Like she had just had it. Uh, so, yeah. They, oh, my God. Well, I'm I'm proud to report that that did show up on FoxNews.com.
0: News dot com. Yeah. Uh, there it is. So. Yeah, global warming,
1: not real. (laughs) But but marital distress with 300-year-old Haitian ghost named Jack, very, very real. (laughs) real. So that was a pretty goddamn good headline. Oh, shit. Yeah, (laughs) that was goddamn. That was funny as hell. That's insane. I did not mean. I hope this is the last time we mentioned women marrying ghosts on this show. I really. What the fuck? My foot is asleep because I'm sitting on a floor. Yeah, we are sitting on the floor. Right oh my now. God. I tried to do like the kids do the crisscross applesauce. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I tried that. It's not working. Drunk Indian style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's no ghosts banging in this one. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> well, maybe by the time this person's done, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know
0: how people are these days. <laughs> but uh, Vitamin Water, the company.
2: Is as
1: opposed to the musical, as a, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> just vitamin water, the motion
0: picture. The they're they're offering a hundred grand to anyone willing to go scroll free. They're calling it and put down their smartphone for an entire year. How much? A hundred grand.
2: And that, so,
1: so wait, that's before taxes, right?
0: Yeah, obviously, yeah. All right, yeah, I'll let you, yeah, I'll yeah. Let you finish up. No, well, I, obviously, and it says um, what they're going to do is the beverage company said it's scroll-free for a year contest will award $100,000 to a person who can give up their smartphone for a year and 10000 if they only make it six months. And what they're going to do is at the end of the year, you'll take a lie detector test and um, to verify that you're not lying. That you haven't touched any smartphones within 365 days. The company said chosen contestants. So you have to apply for this. There's only... You know, they're only... They're, it's not anybody who drops, you know... Well, do you know how many phone.
1: homeless guys who already don't have smartphones homeless would be like, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walking apart. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ironically where I sleep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know they're going to select certain content. They're, you know, when you apply for it, they're going to select people that have jobs or just social... They're going to look at your social media page. I'm thinking we're looking at see
1: blonde, a, blue-eyed females. Yeah. Six, like 16 to 24. S-
0: yes, exactly. That's what they're going to do. They're going to pick those people. But And they said what they're going to do, though, is they're still going to provide you with a 1996-era cell phone for the year.
1: Let's think back to 96. This is even before Nokia really hit with that candy bar with one. With the candy bar, yeah. yeah. So w- are we talking like... Zach Morris,
0: the f- big fat—it's it, you know—it looks like almost like a brick, and the flip pot is actually just a little piece of plastic to open up to give you the vibe it that did, you're
1: talking into something. Yeah,
0: because yeah. remember, it, all it did was cover the keys. I had the, one.
1: I had a Motorola. Yeah, it—it it was fat like this thing. If I had thrown it. It would have skipped over water yeah. and then broken whatever boat it hit. Yeah. It, 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 and it had the extended um, antenna. I got yeah. to pull that thing out, and it extended in stages. Yeah. Oh, I had that, yeah, too. That thing was killer, man. Um, <laughs> it was great because I remember they also sold a headset accessory with it where you could they had a slot... And you could have just strapped that fucking thing to your yes, head.
0: Yes, I remember that. Yes. They, you actually strapped the phone to the side of your head.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, that was a forward-thinking item because that's how most of us use the phone for a yeah. while anyway. it
0: wasn't an earpiece. You actually strapped it to your head.
1: I also didn't realize when I first got that phone that you didn't need to turn it off every time. Like yeah. I, I turned that thing off the instant I was done talking to someone, and then I turned it back on. Yeah. Like I have a stereo. I don't leave it on when I'm not playing music. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I turn it off when I'm done. And that's how mentally ill we were. When was the last time you turned off your cell
0: phone? I have probably turned this phone off three or four times since I've owned it. Yeah. And that's only because it told you to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I'm the same way. I, I think this challenge is fun. It's a nice social experiment. There's not enough money involved. And I brought up the taxes. If you think about what people use their mobile phones for, like, I'm on my phone constantly. Yeah. But that's because my work is on my phone constantly. Yeah. After tax is $100,000, but it's basically a luxury tax, this prize. It's treated the same as lottery. You're going to walk away with roughly $43,000. Yep. Is it worth losing your job because you're not doing it as well because you're not connected for
0: $43,000? Yeah. I mean, it depends on your job. Right, but I can tell you, you that know.
1: flat out a lot of people, guys like me, who have desk jobs, uh, you know but I have to have that connectability. Connectivity, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh gotta yeah, retire. No, gotta no. retire. Yeah, it's connectability. Yeah. The editor just you, threw out you connectability. Did. You created a word. <laughs> <laughs> I want to throw out an actual real word
0: i feel better now there you go no but i mean like someone like me i use it constantly i mean for i mean just contacts all my contacts are in there for the businesses that i work for um i do all my scheduling my calendar everything through my phone so i like literally other companies that i work for will will put things into my calendar let me ask you this you know instead of telling
1: me everything you do because we we all use our phones
0: no everybody but is
1: there a day where you think your job was compromised because you didn't have access to your cell phone
0: no see that's the thing is having the phone is important because i do get calls throughout the day that are important or i have to make a call so that 1996 era phone is actually all i need I don't agree
1: with that because you're also adding things to your calendar constantly. You're yeah, are looking but for I scheduling conflicts.
0: But I could do that with a fucking calendar book. But will you? No, I would fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah.
1: and, and not only that, you, we've all forgotten how to do that. Yeah. But I, mean, I think you would be putting leaving money on the table. Yeah. And you would be losing money because you're not as efficient as you were. Nobody wants to believe. Like, we all talk about everybody's married to their screen. Yeah. And, yeah, it's all negative, negative, negative. Nobody talks anymore. Nobody does it. And I get it. I, I agree with that. I hate that my kids are so married to screens. I hate that I'm trying to listen to our episodes and preview them with my wife, and she's on her phone. Yeah. I hate that. And I hate that I do it, too. But I nobody can deny the fact that day to day, having a personal assistant in
0: your pocket. It's become important.
1: It's, it's, it's not a nice to have anymore. This is necessary yeah you know it used to be hey we have an app we're special you're not we have an app now because you need it to get the most from our service or our company yeah and i think asking people to go a year without this what is basically not a convenience anymore it's a necessary arm of what we do nobody talked about computers 30 years ago no in every office you had papers, you had file folders, and you did that. Now imagine an office without a computer. You go to the shittiest auto dealer in the world, and he's still running Excel.
0: Yeah, you know what's funny is that one of the companies that I do work for, they have a computer, and I really think they only use it to go online <laughs> and look at because everything is done on paper still.
1: And I, I it's I insane. Like that. I it's do insane. like the hard
0: copy thing. But you know what's funny? It's the, it's the one company that I have the biggest conflict with scheduling and communications with. There you go. It, and it's it's the truth. They they're the ones that I the they're the only. Don't get me wrong. I've had issues with like what do you mean you didn't schedule that? Well, you know stuff like that. That happens very very rarely. with With that company, with that company, it happens at least once or twice a month. No shit. Yeah.
1: I, I I, don't know. Like, part of me like likes being a luddite, and I like the fact that there's this whole idea of committing things to memory by writing it down on yeah. paper. Yep. I think there is something to be said for that. There are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of, of archives of just people doing records.
0: But not, but not only that, are you committing it to memory by typing it into your phone? You're
1: not, because you type so many other things throughout the day.
2: And and half the people
1: aren't even typing it; they're swiping it or they're dictating it. There's something about pen to paper, and my wife's gonna love this part. But there is something about putting pen to paper that does commit it to memory better. It's a science, scientific. No,
0: no, I agree with you. I see what you're saying.
1: I don't think a hundred grand after taxes, forty-three grand, whatever it works out to, is enough to justify risking losing my job. My yeah. job is dependent on connectivity. I run for, I work for an internet based company.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I, I look, we're e-commerce, you know, it's yep. what we do. I have to ask you though, you've already mentioned that part of your job is made easier by having automated scheduling. Yeah. Automated record keeping. So you could probably say the same thing.
0: No, and, and I could see, and see, I'm starting to think about it more while you were saying that. And, I probably couldn't do it. it. I mean, I could if I had to, but it would suck, and I'd rather not. All three you know? of us,
1: even Mike, when he's at the table, you know, once, twice a quarter. <laughs> 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 but I think that all three of us are staring at our phones the instant we take a break when we record.
2: Yeah,
0: and it's not even a—it's a, a knee jerk. But I think someone, someone, the people that could do it that could get away with it is maybe someone who has, um, you know, a retail job or a manufacturing job, you know, a younger person, literally, that is just out of high school, you know, and, and is working a job that doesn't need that connected because they're only I working. I
1: could not disagree with you more.
0: Well, no, but what I'm, what I'm saying is what they're doing is their job is relied on walking in, knowing their schedule for the week. They could write it down in their hand <laughs> and walk away. Yes, they they're gonna lose it because they want to text their friends. They want to do it's their social life that would be affected by it more. It's
1: more than that, they don't know how to live without it.
0: Well, they don't. This when is I,
1: like a fucking like but, a whoopee for them. Like but a, that
0: but that's the odd part about it. Is that I'm saying they are the people that could survive without it, but they couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Well, they can, but they won't. But they won't. Yeah, I, I see what know, you're that, saying. That's what I'm saying. Is they could because it, they're not. And I'm not. I'm not saying anything like bad about them. I'm not. But I'm saying if you're working uh, a 40 hour a week retail job or manufacturing job or something that doesn't require, they're not um, answering emails. They're not responding to things. Off hours or doing anything like that, or even on hours, they just they go there at eight in the morning, do their job, and at five in the afternoon they leave. So when they're at work, they don't need their phone. Yeah. <laughs> when they get home, nobody from work is call is is calling them. Well, if they call them, they're calling them, but they're not getting receiving emails or this. Granted, they probably are. Because that's the other thing, too. There's a lot of things that are contacted by email. Schools now, uh, how do they respond to their parents? You know, to the parents. You know. I have had a lot of problems with our See, now I'm local. turning back. I'm I'm actually turning back on that. I actually want to keep having this <laughs> conversation just to, to see
1: how many times you'll change
0: direction. Yeah, no. It's, I think right now I'm thinking about it. That's how everything is done, though.
1: I, I, I'm glad we're leaving the school that we're leaving because I think it's the most overrated school in the Northeast United States. Yeah. First of all, it's an elementary school. The, the fact that you consider yourselves a high-performing elementary school, yeah. half your kids have soiled themselves this week. <laughs> so I don't know what qualifies as high-performing. There are also Morticia Adams that runs the school there. Not yep. really a big fan of her. So I'm glad we're switching schools, Yeah. and I hope I never see you again. But that aside, um, I get most of my notifications after the fact. It seems like they send emails that have selective memory. And I'll get an email that shows up in my spam folder when it matters. And then uh, I'll, get, yeah. I'll get the angry, hey, how come you didn't respond to this email right away? And that'll show up front and center in my inbox. Yep. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. And there's a level of judgment that comes with it. School shouldn't be doing this. No. Put a letter in my kid's backpack like everybody else. Tell me he's doing great. Tell yep. me. And don't even tell me. Put a happy face sticker? Yeah. Put a frowny face sticker. Let me know what's going on in school. And if it gets really bad, fucking call me.
0: Noah, it's funny you say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is...
1: Wait, he's changing direction. Yeah, i change changing
0: direct. No, this reminds me of the first time when I actually did something that was... You know when you're a kid and you, you do everything that your parents tell you? And then there's that one time that you either lie... Or you do something that the turning point. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. And I'll never forget I was I'm in school and my grandfather used to pick me up after school every day. And I was talking in class or something, and the teacher pinned to my jacket <laughs> a note. Scarlet letter. Like, like a yeah, like a scarlet <laughs> She pinned it to my jacket. And I'm crying because I'm like, He's going to flip out, you know, like he's, you know, he's going to be not flip out, but he's going to be pissed. Like I'm going to get in trouble because I was talking in class earlier today and she and I remember walking out and and it was weird. This it was it's a really old building in in Bristol, the school. So it was like these big stone steps that went down, but it was it had like this overhang. And as I walked out of the doors of the school. I look and I could see my grandfather's car off to the side, but I'm seeing so I put my back to the wall <laughs> and I unhooked the I took the pin out and I crinkled up the note yeah. and threw it out. Why wouldn't you have done that sooner? I was fu- I was like fucking six or seven. I was terrified. But I think that's what led me on to a life of fucking craziness. <laughs> Let me tell you what, tomorrow we're gonna move my
1: daughter's bed. Yeah. We are going to find things. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like the Ark of the Covenant yeah. back there. I, it, the things that we're going to find, things that she has hidden from us. Yeah. The fact that I appreciate that you were such an honest kid and you lived in fear of your grandfather, as well you should have. Yeah. Because he would have whooped your ass. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you got the scarlet letter, note, whatever. But I remember was,
0: I was literally crying, terrified, and then I walked out of the door and I realized, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this thing's just pinned to my coat. There's, there's no, to, yeah, I pulled it off. I was like, fuck it, yeah, I'm out of here. Happy figured, day.
1: My daughter figured this out at a very early age. Yeah. <laughs> the things I have found in her backpack. Things that she, I found water balloons in her backpack one day. <laughs> <laughs> I see, yeah, Craig almost snuffed his beard. <laughs> yeah, I did. My daughter water was balloons. trying to smuggle water balloons <laughs> into the school. And I'm like, for what? you trying to wake up Morticia? I'd be all for that. I mean, yeah. that's fine. You know, droopy dog there. <laughs> Deputy dog or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Now runs an elementary school in Bristol, Rhode Island. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I am fascinated by kids that are still in, afraid of their parents. Because all the kids I see now know that we have actually no power. You have no
0: pop. Well, that's different now. Is yeah. It-
1: my, kid, my dad could hit me, and he didn't go to bed worrying about DCYF showing up on the doorstep yeah. the next day. Yeah. I don't have that freedom. Not no. that I want to hit my kids. I don't believe in that. No, but no.
0: It's it's not that, I want to have the option. Yeah.
1: Because every now and then, they just... Because yeah.
0: now, it's even to a point now where you don't even have to hit them. If you threaten to hit them, they'll come and talk to you.
1: Oh, please. If I talk to my daughter about... I used to threaten my daughter with taking her to military school on a weekly basis. Yeah, You know, anytime she acted up, I'm like, get your luggage. Just, and that's all I'd have to say. Yeah. be Right at the dinner table. There'd be tacos right in front of me. Get your luggage. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll behave. I'll yeah. behave. Yeah. That, now that she's wised up to that. Well, There's yeah. Just no freedom to be a parent anymore. I don't recommend it. Don't do it. Stay off a friend yeah that's all i can say don't just don't do it but, uh what was the point of this oh, i don't know the cell phones that's what it was
0: yeah we yeah we went way uh, off track
1: yeah that's cool that's wh- kind of what was expected tonight yeah exactly i think we'll probably apologize for this episode in three four weeks but yeah. right now we're pretty good with it i i don't think there's enough money a million dollars four hundred thirty thousand after taxes that's life changing money, right?
2: Yeah,
0: there. that's yeah, that's different.
1: That's like a good few years of salary
0: for most people.
1: Yeah, and that's tack like that's after tax. You
0: could pay off like forty percent of your house.
2: Wow! No,
1: <laughs> don't be telling people that. I'm Just kidding. I'm telling everybody I got this mansion. No,
2: I'm just kidding.
1: I have more wallpaper in this house yeah, than I, I can yeah. imagine. The there is a lot of wallpaper and in borders it like those runners. Oh yeah! Oh, like my first big investment—I thought it was going to be in like, you know, filling up the oil tank or doing something. No, it's going to be in razor blades. Yep.
0: (laughs) That's going to be. You got lots of scraping in your future. Oh, I do.
1: Yeah, I do. But you know what? I got thirty years minimum to do it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. (laughs) Because if you think I'm for a minute I'm doing this again. Yeah. No, I've been blessed that you guys have helped me out, and I didn't have to get a mover. I will never do this again. You're gonna find my corpse here. Yeah, <laughs> and then Chuck and Brad are gonna come do a show
0: around it. Yeah. <laughs> the the even deader, deader, Brad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then chuck will come here and light my house in a bonfire (laughs) yeah (laughs) give me a viking funeral nobody asked for (laughs) yeah it'll be good and we'll we're gonna promote those guys again at the end of the show don't worry about it yeah but uh i i think if they raise the stakes to a million dollars or even 500 grand i think you've got a ballpark you got you've got a conversation 100 grand after taxes is not enough for me to risk my job Yep. Even if the average salary in America is thirty-four 000 to 45000 I don't think people are going to risk a guaranteed job to take a flight to, on to not take, being connected yeah. to that job. So I don't think that's going to work. I yep. don't think that's going to work. I, I admire Vitamin Water for trying something different.
0: Yeah, and trying to maybe promote something better. Their but. brand's been stagnant for so long. Yeah.
1: I think they needed to do something different. But you know what? You've got... Fifty cent. You got David Wright and a whole bunch of other silent partners there. Throw some fucking cash towards this. Yeah. Make some news. Hundred thousand dollars doesn't even get me out of bed. Yeah. You know, get me excited about this. Make me a millionaire. A legit millionaire. Put up one point five million so you walk away with, with one million a mil- cash.
0: Yeah, a million dollars. Yep.
1: Okay, and then watch me put that phone down. I love my phone, but I love my phone because I need my phone. Yeah. If I had a million dollars, I might not need it so much. Something to think about.
0: No, it's a good point.
1: Well, that's about it.
0: I flip-flopped on that thing like a fucking politician. <laughs> 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 I was all over the place. <laughs> it it was, was like Mike's mic last week. Yeah. yeah <laughs> when right? he, was Mike decided, no, I don't agree with Mike. I'm not going to turn on. I'm not going to turn on. That was terrible. I felt so bad because... But we had some good conversation. We, I I cut a good chunk out of last week's show because, and we were having some good conversation. Mike made some great points, and we lost. it And all. we lost it all because for some reason, it well, it was the it was the wire. It wasn't his mic. It was actually the microphone wire just crapped out right. You could about say, ten
1: minutes in. You could say that Mike's phone wire had a bunch of busted
0: vertebrae. Yeah. <laughs> It probably works now. It was faking it.
2: <laughs> just plug it into yeah. a different... It works
0: fine. I'm sorry, buddy.
1: I'm less sorry, but still
2: sorry. Yeah, but still sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. Now,
0: now, the wire crapped out, and we lost We lost a good, like, 15 minutes.
1: That was just Mike getting up. Yep. <laughs> Oh, shit. shit! Oh my God. All right. What do you think? We got one more segment in it? Yeah, I, I think so. You know, I, I was thinking back. As you guys know, we like listening to ourselves talk. Yeah. <laughs> and Craig, Craig and I, anyway, we'll go back and we'll listen to a lot of old episodes. Not only, you know, like audio masturbation. We, act- <laughs> <laughs> we actually like to go back and hear where things went yeah. wrong. And now that we're a year and a half into this, We want to hear where we were last Christmas. Yeah. And one of the things we always notice on here is we start these new segments and we never really follow through on them. So I wanted to jump in. And this is still very much Craig's segment. But a couple of weeks ago with Chuck and Brad, we talked about really bad guilty pleasure Christmas movies. Yeah. And I mentioned one in passing. And because that conversation was so impassioned across the board, nobody really acknowledged it. Like, we talked about A Very Brady Christmas, but I very calmly and matter-of-factly just threw out Holiday in Handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody Everybody
0: thought you were talking about porn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think yeah. that, that made a few of them very uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, Holiday in Handcuffs is a real movie, and yeah. I, I mistakenly described it as a Hallmark movie. Yeah. But it's not. This was an ABC Family, I guess it's now on Freeform, whatever the channel is called. And for even for that channel, this one was a little edgier and had a little tooth to it, and it's eminently watchable. And so if it's okay with you, Craig, I'd like the permission to do the official, unofficial NTS B-movie review of Holiday in Handcuffs. (laughs) Please do. One thing I should have mentioned before we even get into this review. There are some sentences that we never think we're going to say again in life. I never thought I'd say these words together. <laughs> the words exist. They're out there in the universe. People say them every day. But I never thought I would combine the words. I really enjoyed the performances of Mario Lopez and Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> <laughs> With a surprise tour de force emotional Juggernaut (laughs) by Marky Post. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) But in Holiday in Handcuffs, that's exactly what happened, folks. Yeah. This was a phenomenal use of very limited budget. Because there was really no budget to be had here. No. First of all, I mean, basically, the premise of the movie is this. And I'm going to try to find the best way to do it. Yeah, it goes like this. After being dumped by her boyfriend on Christmas Eve, Clarissa from Clarissa Explains It All <laughs> kidnaps A.C. Slater at gunpoint <laughs> and forces him to spend the holidays with her family. <laughs> if you can't get behind this movie by now, right. then you shouldn't be listening to this did show. She makes
0: him, did she make him flex when he walked in the room? <laughs> like, saved <laughs> by the bell?
1: I wanted her to ask him, how do you take an afro and still grow a mullet? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right? What the fuck? And I swear to God. And also, he had five different dads on that show. Yeah. One of them was like a blonde, white guy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what he is. I think he's related to The Rock. Yeah. Nobody can figure him out either. But, I mean, here's ABC Family's premise. Most of their stuff is very family-friendly. The show reruns a full house, and they've got that blackish spinoff and all that. And it's all very teen-oriented. But uh, I guess they were just smoking peyote that night <laughs> you know what everybody in your family should do this holiday season just gather the family around the TV for a romantic Christmas comedy inspired by falling down fatal attraction and misery <laughs> this movie doesn't know if it's a black comedy <laughs> or a romantic comedy <laughs> or just some kind of weird kind of yuletide love story I, I don't know yeah. what, the, they don't know what this movie is but you know in between like all of the usual Christmas movie things like the like we talked about where like the guy comes home to his hometown and he falls yeah. back in love and all that in between there there's jokes about bondage and porn stuff <laughs> <laughs> There's a grandmother played effortlessly by June Lockhart from Lassie. Really Yeah she plays a drunk grandmother who basically gets a Dewey but halfway through the movie Really Yeah and then, the, and she also pulls a gun on the cops. That's just discount. I actually want to watch this movie now. The movie's fantastic. <laughs> and then she has a mom who wonders aloud about improving her sex life by fantasizing about Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny on its own, but then it's done by Marky yeah. e. Post, <laughs> who played the quote-unquote sex symbol on Night Court. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where her oppositions was John Larroquette, Yeah. <laughs> the bald guy who played bull, and a fat diabetic. <laughs> but anyway, so this is what ABC in 2007, ABC Family, this is what they thought was just an ideal... i Holiday movie. Ideal holiday movie. Yeah, you get people in the spirit. So what happens is this, and I'm going to try to keep it short because the premise really isn't that deep, but basically Melissa Joan Hart... She opens the movie with one of those typical narration bits. And, you know, she's trying to explain that she's not actually crazy. And then the next 10 minutes of the movie do just that. They explain why she's crazy. <laughs> she works in like a Hindu diner. I'm not making those words up. That was not a verbal typo. She works in a Hindu diner. <laughs> her boyfriend is supposed to be meeting her at said diner to pick her up so they can drive to their family, her family's country cabin yeah. for Christmas. And this is when they were going to meet him. They never got a chance because he showed up there, realized she was fucking insane. Insane
0: batshit crazy. Dumps
1: her on Christmas Eve. Nice. So
0: Melissa You know Jonah, you're fucking nuts if they're dumping you on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually I think they knew it at Thanksgiving. They were just waiting for that moment. Yeah. Because, you know, so they tried to portray him like the typical asshole and they tried to make her like look like the victim. And you want to feel bad for her, but she, Melissa Joan Hart is not a sympathetic.
0: Girl. No. Like, you just look like she's always up to something. She has that snide fucking yeah. look to her.
1: She was always up to something on Clarissa. She always was as Sabrina. Yeah. And she was here. So rather than just say, have a good cry or call your mom and be like, I'm just coming alone this year. No. Her first reaction is to steal a replica gun off the wall of this Hindu diner. <laughs> <laughs> and grab the first person she sees, who just happens to be AC Slater from Say by the Bell, yeah. yeah, who is waiting for his fiance or his soon to be fiance to show up. Oh, shit. so a lot of a lot of things happening at this Hindu diner. Yeah, like exactly. this is just the romantic destination on Christmas Eve in whatever <laughs> nondescript town this was. So he she kidnaps him. Then she realizes she needs gas. She's got him tied up in the front seat of her car, blindfolded. Gets <laughs> out of her car to go get gas, has to go pay inside. The guy inside looks outside. She's a guy tied up in the front seat. The normal reaction would be, call the police. My God, what yeah. the fuck is going on? No. He turns out, this old man who runs this tiny, quaint little country gas station... Also a bondage freak. (laughs) So rather than worry about it, he runs outside, gives her a pair of fuzzy handcuffs and says, these are on the house, honey. I do this for all the pretty girls. So this just went from zero to Bing Crosby in
2: like record
1: time. (laughs) By the way, you know, nobody's ever pointed out about the, the, the similarity between Crosby and Cosby. Right. You know, that's something we should mention more on this show. So, yeah. like, I think Sidney Crosby for the Pittsburgh Penguins, keep an eye on that keep it, Yeah. He's, he's Watch a, out for him. He's a creepy little fuck. He is. But anyway, so she gets him to the house. His first reaction after being unblindfolded <laughs> was to scream to everybody, I'm being kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter's insane. Please, somebody call the police. Yeah. And everybody in the family, Marky Post included, and June Lockhart from Lassie, everybody goes... Chuckle, 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 chuckle. No. Ha, 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 ha. We like him. He's a keeper. Meanwhile, he hasn't been in the door 30 seconds. (laughs) The luggage is still cold. (laughs) And their first reaction is, I like him. He's a keeper. What a sense of humor on this scamp. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he literally said the entire plot of the movie, I've been kidnapped. Your daughter's insane. (laughs) (laughs) Now, keep in mind the subplot of this holiday in handcuffs extravaganza is that she's kind of the black sheep in the family. Yeah. Because of course
0: she's insane. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Everybody else in her family's accomplished and and they're doing exactly what mom and dad say. And she's, she's an artist, you know, she works
0: at a Hindu restaurant. She
1: works at a Hindu restaurant to fund her art. Yes. Cause she's a creative, but she never quite listened to dad. I should have mentioned earlier in the beginning of the movie, she actually gets to a job interview and she misses it for obscene reasons Yep, and just can't make it and lets her dad down again. So the, the whole groundwork is laid. She's the black sheep. But if I brought Melissa home the first time to meet my family and Melissa walks in blindfolded <laughs> and immediately screams, hey, Brad's mom, he literally just tied me, bound me and yeah. gagged me, <laughs> kept me on the back of a rented minivan yeah, all the way out to Long Island. And he's insane and I've been kidnapped. My mom is not taking that lightly. No. Exactly. I don't care how festive the house may seem. So this movie just goes on from that. Now, I'm going to skip ahead because it's already taken too long to describe it. But we have seen evidence of Stockholm Syndrome many times in life. (laughs) Yeah. But I have never seen an innocent, soon-to-be fiancé turn into a bitch faster than what Holiday in Handcuffs did to Mario Lopez's girl. On top of that, I've never seen an insane woman kidnap a guy. One point, she actually fools him. Like, Mario Lopez is jacked. (laughs) Melissa Joan Hart is not. No. And yet, they have one of those weird, you know, which way you're going to go kind of races around an island in a kitchen. (laughs) And she wins. Now, if I'm Mario Lopez and I need to get to a cell phone, (laughs) because Nobody else in this house had a cell phone. I'm pretty sure I'm beating the shit out of (laughs) Melissa Joan Hart. I don't care how much magic she has left from (laughs) Sabrina. I'm beating the fuck out of uh, Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. It never comes to that. Instead, she outsmarts him. So he decides, well, all right then. You got me. Shucks. (laughs) I'll go along with the ruse for one more day. And of course, on day three is when he realizes she's the black sheep. And so he starts he sympathizing, better. and then he runs to her defense. And then he actually, in the most inane scene in any movie, much less this one, actually proposes using the ring that he had intended before he, he got kidnapped his... from the Hindu diner. Uh, and they so, fall in love? Well, he fake proposes yeah. to get her family off her back Yeah. and to give her a win at Christmas. Yep. So they start talking, and then they have a, an alcohol-fueled night. Because, again, ABC family. Yes. Yeah. They just get loaded and then they do that and, and the, the ending is very predictable but I have to say this because yeah I'm making fun of it but I also watched it again <laughs> the word again is key <laughs> I watched it, it I've seen this movie now four times yeah since 2007 that's not too bad 11 years four times uh, yeah yeah not terrible <laughs> but when it came on at midnight the other night and I go alright I'll go to bed at 2 <laughs> <laughs> and I sat through commercial breaks in real time. I didn't even DVR this shit. And <laughs> save it for no,
2: I gotta watch this now. Watch
1: it now. It's on. Movie got better. So for all its lunacy, it's like watching a fever dream, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, and it's Christmas. Christmas is stupid. If I'm gonna watch animatronic reindeer, and if what's I'm, what's the difference? And if I'm gonna watch rapey crooners from the '40s. Yep. And if I'm gonna watch all that. I'm going to watch Holiday in Handcuffs. Exactly. So I don't remember what the rating system was. I think it was turds. (laughs) I don't want to do that because it's the holidays. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to give this one five candy canes in the air. Nice. Everybody, thank you for listening to this non-review. And go out and see Holiday in Handcuffs. And uh, with that, I don't have any housekeeping. So, Craig, I'd like to throw it to you after the sound effects.
0: Needless to say, we said it.